What is up, everybody, and welcome back to the Guava Girl podcast. I am so beyond excited for you to listen to today's episode. I think it's going to be a top-rated, top-favorited, top-bestest, top-beast-mode-ish episode to date on the Guava Girl podcast because I ask you what you wanted to learn about. I went on Instagram using the questions feature, and I asked, all right, give me what you got. What do you want to learn anything about Instagram, about online coaching, about business, about work-life balance? You gave it to me all, and I'm here to deliver. So we dive in really deep into this episode. There are laughs, there are tears. I kind of go on a rant a little bit like normal, kind of like what I'm doing now. I'm just a rant kind of girl. Okay. So don't come at me internet. I like ranting and I think you guys kind of like it too. But I wanted to announce that because we've been having the Guava Girl of the Week, and in case you're a new listener, the Guava Girl of the Week is someone who takes their sweet time, goes on iTunes, and leaves a fabulous review about how much they love the Guava Girl podcast and what they learn and their biggest takeaways. We are going to do something besides shouting out these incredible Guava Girls. So this is what we're going to do. If you go ahead and leave an iTunes review about the Guava Girl podcast, and at the end, you leave your Instagram handle, you're going to leave your Instagram handle at the end so I know that you want this to happen. I'm going to do live Instagram audits. We're going to do three to five minute live Instagram audits if you leave a Guava Girl podcast review on iTunes. It's going to be in the middle of the episode. It's going to be like a fun like, hey, like interject in this episode. We're going to do an Instagram audit right here, right now. So I am so excited. If you would like for me to go and look at your content, go read your captions, give you some brutally honest feedback, all of about your podcast. I mean, not your podcast. You can give me brutally feedback, brutally honest feedback about my podcast. I would love it. I always welcome it. But if you want me to give you brutally honest feedback about your Instagram profile and my first impressions, I am the ultimate Instagram guru. It's basically as if I am who invented Instagram. It wasn't Mark Zuckerberg. I know he bought it, but I am basically in the Instagram guru. I am the Instagram expert. I know everything, how to grow accounts by thousands. I know how to build a loyal AF audience. I have been able to build a six to almost seven figure company using Instagram alone as this vehicle for a majority of my sales. So I think I know a little bit or two about what it takes to make a really dope Instagram profile. So if this sounds like you, you want me to audit your profile, I'll tell you right now, my audits go for $500 or more one-on-one in a one-on-one call. If that's something you're interested in too, shoot me an email email, you can go on my website and book it yourself, www.isabellasilverio.com. But you're going to be getting it for free if you leave a review on iTunes. So you're going to leave a review on iTunes. You're going to rate it five stars. Hopefully, you know, five stars. That'll be cool. Leave it five stars. Leave a review, you know, something substantial, something that's going to make me feel giddy inside. That's how I'm going to pick you. Um, and put your Instagram handle at the end. So I am so excited to be releasing this new feature of the Guava Girl podcast. I know it's going to land so well with so many of you because all the time, every Every single time I um, ask you guys like, all right, like who wants a free audit? It's like the the Dead Sea or what is it in that movie where like the seas kind of like part? I don't know. Is it Moses? I don't know. It's been a while since I was in Catholic school, but the, the Dead Sea, <laughs> is it the Dead Sea? I don't know. The sea kind of parts in two and people like run through the middle wanting an Instagram audit. So I figure, okay, I got to appease the masses. You all want audits. And this is like honestly the best way I can deliver them to you. So let's go ahead and get started in today's episode. I am so beyond excited. We are going to start doing audits the next episode. So episodes come out every single month. Monday, so you have an entire week to leave a review, put your handle at the end. And if you even want to put a secret like, please pick me, I need an audit right, right now. 
go ahead and do that too. I'm going to pick whoever's going to make me feel the best. And honestly, I probably will do like one or two audits an episode. We'll see about that. But let's see how the first one goes first. Let's go dive into this episode, everybody, in five, four, three, two. Hi there, my name is Isabel Silverio, entrepreneur, feminist, dog mom, and founder of Guava Empowerment. And this is a Guava Girl podcast, where we empower women to think entrepreneurially and creatively so they may lead the extraordinary life they never thought possible. I am so thrilled that you found my podcast and I cannot express how thankful I am that you're here. So welcome to the Guava Girl podcast. I started my company from a janitor's closet of a tiny apartment to help women like you unlock their potential of creating the lifestyle and career of their dreams. Let me share with you this. Here you'll find the good, the bad, and most importantly, the real inside look of what it's like to work for yourself and feel empowered by doing it. We talk about growing your following on social media, building a personal brand, and what it is like being a woman in startup culture. This is the Guava Girl Podcast, so let's get started. All right, I want to give a huge, huge, super amazing shout out to my dearest friend, Jose, for creating this amazing new music for the Guava Girl Podcast. His information is going to be in the show notes of every episode, and if you have any questions about Jose or his music composing style, he can create any type of music for you, for your podcast, for your videos, for your Instagram, whatever it is that you need. Jose is the man for the job. I told him I wanted something super dramatic, maybe a little bit spooky, because I feel like podcast music can kind of start sounding a lot the same and it can kind of start meshing all together so I wanted something super unique and Jose you delivered thank you so much bro you're a real homie thank you I, I really appreciate it and yes Jose is a man there are men that listen to the podcast it's it's a very it's very they're very far and few between but Jose thank you so much you're you're truly amazing and I seriously love this new podcast music it gets me so excited to just like wake up in the morning and actually film record film record record podcast episodes for you all so I do want to preface this episode by saying that my dog right now, he is craving all of the attention in the world. So if you hear like a pitter patter in the background, or you hear maybe some barking, we're going to try our best to cut it out. But you know, that's just what's happening. I can't control him. He's his own free thinker. He's a dog. He's very, very smart. And he's also been in boarding while I was in Mexico. I was in Mexico in case you guys don't know. I don't know. I don't know who really, I know who listens to my podcast, but I don't know if you're a new listener. Hey, what's up? My name's Isabella. How are you doing? Please introduce yourself. I want to know you. Um, but I was in in Mexico for the past uh, past like five days and my dog was in there so he's just needing a lot of attention he has a lot of attention grubbing to do for five days um, he has to catch up so let's hop into this episode I have my questions on my phone we're gonna do our best to really dive into these questions I want to give in depth analysis of these questions but of course you know I'm being really real there are such thing of stupid questions. So if I feel I've answered the same question over and over again, your question's not gonna get answered. You know, that's just that's just the that's just the the honest truth. I have hours and hours and hours of content where I answer billions and zillions of questions, and you can all listen to the podcast episodes uh, where I answer all of them. So 
just so you know, I'm looking out for like those more unique questions, those introspective questions, metaphysical questions, you know, whatever, whatever floats my boat. It's my podcast. I get to say what I want. And if you want to be on my podcast episode, shoot me an email. I'd love to have you on. So let's go into these questions. So question number one is from Teresa Magalion. I love that name, Teresa. So actually, before we dive into questions, I do have Instagram. If you're listening, or if anyone knows someone who's working at Instagram or someone who just has power at Instagram, I would think it would be really interesting if you can be anonymous when answering questions. Kind of like, I remember when I was in middle school, there was this website where you can, I forgot what it was called. If anyone knows what I'm talking about, or if anyone went to middle school with me, um, yeah, that would be funny. But there's this website where you can ask anonymous questions. Um, and some of the questions were like, it's it's just nice because you can, it's not bullying or anything because you're you're not your identity isn't being shown on the internet but I feel there are questions out there that people want to know the answer to but maybe they're a little bit too shy maybe they're like I don't want to offend her by asking this but you know to me if I ask you guys to ask me questions I'm literally peeling back the layers like I really don't care I'm very very transparent so Instagram, if you're listening, it'd be really cool if you can put anonymous feature, uh, just so you know, (laughs) request from Isabella. There you go. So Teresa says, how to choose your mood board or page theme? Okay, so Teresa, this is a really great question. Um, What I, and I do have a super secret method that I teach to all my clients, and it's also in my Instagram course, which should be launching by the time you're listening to this episode, um, my Instagram course, but it's called the top nine method. I'm not going to go into the nitty gritty of what it is just because the people who paid a lot of money to learn about it, um, I want to respect their time and their money and their investment. But my advice to you is to really just like automate the way that you create content, right? Like you can't be throwing spaghetti at the wall with your content all the time. Um, You're not trying to reinvent the wheel every single time you want to take some content or like take a picture, right? So by keeping it very um, automated, like you take the pictures in your living room the same way every time and you have a nice yard that you like to take photos in, you know, just not having to guess is going to make your theme a lot more consistent because it's going to eliminate a lot of the the biggest margin of error, right? Because if you're trying to reinvent the wheel every single time you you create a piece of content, um, you're leaving this like big margin of error of like things can go wrong. The lighting, the the background is busy, all this stuff. Um, I would consider hiring like a branding coach. Um, I have so many that I can definitely um, hook you up with, but having a branding coach, I I have definitely hired, not a branding coach, but I've hired branding companies to help me with the branding of my business. And it's really leveled me up every single time I invest in my business. You guys, I level up tremendously. Um, There are very few investments that I've made that I feel have not given me, um, given me a big increase in my income, like a big ROI. So I'm always looking for to work with people who are going to help me level up. I'm never, I never give my money to someone who I think is like, oh, they deserve it. Or like, they're a good person. I'll just pay them. Like, no, it's all about the bottom line for me. And I'm an entrepreneur and I'm, I'm, I'm looking to increase my income. And likewise with my clients, I'm looking to increase their income. I'm not looking for people to pay me because they feel bad for me or they just like me or want to be my friend. It's all about the bottom line. 
And branding can definitely help you with that. Our next question is from Turin. She asks, how would you recommend creating a routine for someone who, who's working inconsistent hours? Turin, so this is a really great question um, because it involves a lot of mindset work and it involves just a lot of forgiving yourself, right? So if you're working inconsistent hours, some days you're working the day, some days you're working the night, it can be really, really hard to find a routine. And as someone who... Is, has been very spoiled with being able to choose her hours and is very used to being in a routine. Um, I answer this question with a lot of privilege in that regard. But my advice to you, and it's the same advice that I give to my clients, is like as long as you move your needle forward just a little bit every single day, you're fine. There's nothing to worry about, right? Um, even if you're working in consistent hours, you can still show up on Instagram story. You can still post a picture on Instagram. You don't necessarily have to be behind the scenes working on your business all the time because if you're working in consistent hours in your day job, that is taking up a lot of your mental capacity. And it's it's people don't talk about this, but we only have so much of a mental capacity container for one day. Um, you know, I'm it's right now 11:03 a.m. I know for sure that by 4 p.m. I'm like done working. I'm gonna be so tired. I'm gonna be so exhausted because podcasting requires a lot of my mental capacity. This is a lot of talking. I feel like I'm coaching when I'm doing these calls. So to get back to your question, what would I recommend for you creating a routine? Is maybe not really creating a routine, but just ex in the beginning of your week, no matter what, everyone needs to have some sort of Sunday routine. You need to have a Sunday brain dump of all the shit that you need to do for the upcoming week ahead and just implement it in where does it fit in your Google calendar? Where can this be done in your Google calendar? And look, the days that you don't get anything done, that's fine. Okay. Like think about this in a corporate company, right? Everyone works a nine to five, right? Everyone's kind of working a nine to five. They're getting in at 8.30. They're leaving around 4.35. So everyone's working a nine to five. But I can tell you, and studies have shown over and over again, that the people who work in corporate jobs, they're not diligent. They're not productive for the entire work day, right? Me as an entrepreneur, I work from the second I get up in the morning to the time I go to bed. So I'm productive all hours of the day. Um, and with that being said, like, I don't even know where I was going with that, but, but with that being said, um, it's super okay to not get anything done because in all seriousness, the times that you really need to hone in, focus, as long as you're focused during the time that you set aside for yourself to work on your business, you're Gucci. Like you're fine. Don't worry about it. It's not a big deal. As long as you move your needle forward a little bit every single day, that can be doing an Instagram story mini training. That can be posting on Instagram. That can be um, working on your program or lead generation or getting on sales calls, whatever it is. It doesn't matter. All you need is the confidence and the kind of mindset to be able to forgive yourself during the time where you're not really um, feeling like working, right? Like last night I was like, oh my God, I should keep working, but I just can't. I'm so tired. And normally I would say, oh my God, I'm the worst entrepreneur ever. I can't believe I can't work three more hours after working 12, right? Like that sounds crazy to me now, but it's true. You have to forgive yourself. You have to understand that your dreams aren't going anywhere. And as long as you move your needle forward just a little bit every day, you are okay. And of course, if you're looking for routine, having at least maybe like two days out of the week where you do have a routine, like Sunday night routine, um, and then just like 
daily routine activities, like going to the gym, that's going to help you feel, feel really good about, about your weeks, your months, your year. I DM you ladies all the time asking, what kind of content do you want to see from me? Thank you so much for your support, but I'm really here to help you with your Instagram, your business. So give it to me, girl. We're, we'll hash it out right now. What do you need help with? And the number one response I get is, Isabella, I feel like my pics are really bomb and that my captions are great, but I don't know. I just feel like my engagement is just crazy low sometimes and the follow and follow is driving me nuts. And one of you guys actually put a little peanut emoji after nuts and it was so cute. Uh, but really, whenever I see a response like that, it really brings me back in the day when I was working in marketing, working in startups, and I was doing everything and anything to just make my Instagram account grow and for those of my clients as well. I was really just testing, doing different research methods, and I'll admit it right here, right now, I definitely had one of those bot apps for a moment, but what can I say? Like, I was just so desperate, it was wrong, it damaged my account don't do it. But it wasn't until I really started conducting extensive research on hashtags and really acknowledging their power. So it really helped me. I would, I would do a lot of testing. I would pull different hashtags and it would help me really trend on different hashtag pages. And one time I landed on the explore page, well, a couple of times, and that's what really helped my account grow like crazy. So I had about 90 niche hashtags that I would continuously use. I'd switch them in and out of my captions and my engagement really started to grow and I was getting in front of my ideal follower. So today, that little list of 90 hashtags has grown to over 4,000 niche, categorized, high growth, top performing hashtags in over 90 categories. And it is named the hashtag matrix. And it's available for sale on my website, www.isabellasilverio.com. You can also find it in the link in my bio, but this is the thing. The categories and the hashtags in here are guaranteed to help you boost your engagement like crazy and get you in front of your ideal follower so that way they become your dream client. I have categories in female entrepreneurs, women in business, pregnancy, Etsy shops, lifestyle entrepreneurs, women in fitness, I even have Hispanic women in fitness, New York City, money, mindset, lettering, like I have so many categories in there you guys. There is definitely multiple that you can use. You can pull hashtags from any and all the categories, put them in your caption, use all 30, you know, create a block of 30 hashtags and watch your account grow like crazy. So this is how I've been able to grow my account. All of my clients use it and they absolutely love it. It's my number one selling digital download product. I definitely recommend you make this investment in your business. And because you're listening to this episode, you can use podcast at checkout to save some dollar dollar bills off. So if this is going to be an investment in your business, it's a small one and you should definitely make these moves forward. You are not too good for hashtags. They do not look spammy. They are going to help you get into your in front of your ideal follower and then you can converse with them, talk about your offer with them. It's super simple. I highly recommend it. And if you have any questions, just go ahead and DM me on Instagram. Say, hey, Isabella, I've talked about, I've heard about your matrix. And do you have this category? Let me know. What do you think? Is it a good fit for me? But I can tell you right now, it's a definitely a good fit for you. And I 100% recommend it. So go ahead and get it at www.isabellasilverio.com. Use po code podcast at checkout. That's P-O-D-C-A-S-T. And now let's get back into this episode. 
All right. So this next question, um, I don't know. Her username doesn't have a name in it, but it's like SW dot underscore. So hello, SW dot underscore. <laughs> I'm going to answer your question because I really like it. And it is the best thing you did for your business that has allowed you to have more personal time. So I will be very forthcoming and say my personal time is, again, very, very limited. I have a certain only bit of mental capacity and bandwidth to give my energy to other people. Um, I don't know if that sounds selfish. I don't know how that sounds. But to me, it sounds really, really good. You know, I like to see my friends once a week. I obviously hang out with my boyfriend every single day, um, but I love my alone time, and that you know you would I I would categorize that as personal time. But the one thing that I did to really allow myself to have more personal time is increasing my prices, increasing my prices several times, um, and just being able to position myself to higher ticket clients and knowing how to communicate to them in a way that they see the value and they want to sign up has tremendously been able to give me more personal time because in overall it's just been able to give me more freedom, right? I don't have to work the same amount of hours and make a lot less money. I can work the same amount of hours, make a lot more, maybe take a month off, which I'm planning on doing um, in like March or, or April of 2019. I want to take an entire month off and just live at the beach for an entire month. I can't wait. I want to start planning it like right now. But that's because I'm able to raise my prices, boost my sales. You always have to kind of be in launch mode every month or so. That's kind of my opinion. I like to launch something do kind of some type of push every month to my audience um, to just sell something, something that is going to be extremely valuable to them, something that is going to give me more time freedom, and something that is going to, again, move my needle forward in my business. So some th a couple other things that you can do to free up more time is obviously hiring a team, but I wouldn't hire a team if you're not making enough revenue in your business to hire a team, because the last thing you want is to be working so much just to be paying other people. Um, I would really try to sometimes you got to work all day. Like, I'm sorry to say it, but sometimes you got to work 14 hour days and it's not glamorous. It's not fun. It's not cute, but it's the reality of the world of an entrepreneur. You got to fucking work. Um, and until you really understand, like you build system of processes for your business and you're outlining all of your daily activities so then you can outsource it to someone else, you're going to have to be working all of those roles until you're able to, but working all those roles is going to be very, very uh, satisfying when you're making a lot more money. Right. So I don't really mind working a lot because I make a lot and I'm very grateful and I'm very happy. It wasn't always the case. But just so you know, um, if you want to free up more personal time, you're going to have to boost your prices, babe. I was just on a sales call um, the other day with someone who wanted to join the Guava Boss Mastermind program. And she said that she has like eight clients right now. And she's only making three thousand dollars a month, which to me is, it's, it's, it's crazy because you can have three clients and be making $30,000 a month. It's just all a matter of, um, of what you allow yourself to get paid and you cannot be afraid of knowing your worth. You can stay humble, but you need to know your worth. All right, so our next question comes from Taylor Bakeman, and she wants to know the ins and outs of caption creation and writing. And the three, well, I said three major pillars, but the major pillars of storytelling and a call to action. So Taylor, this, this 
can be an entire podcast episode, but I do want to spend a, quite a bit of some time on it because I have definitely found my inner storyteller and that is definitely a trait that I have needed to cultivate and grow for myself for Instagram. You know, this is, this is the honest truth, everybody. Listen up. This is tough love. Isabella coming out. She's getting her rage on and she's going to be really, really fucking brutally honest with you because I'm tired of, I'm tired of seeing it. I'm tired of seeing this on Instagram and it, and it sucks, but look, and I'm tired of more than I'm tired of seeing it on Instagram. I'm tired of people fucking complaining about it because everyone just wants, everyone always just wants the answers and they just want to be good at it, but they don't want to understand that it requires work and it requires some due diligence and it requires a lot of trial and error. And look, listen to me right now when I say this, you need to fucking practice. <laughs> That's it. That is the answer. You need to practice becoming a storyteller. Oh, like how do I do that? By telling freaking stories. Be a storyteller. Yeah, some people are better at it than others innately. Yeah, some people grew up like my mom is this incredible storyteller, right? And I feel like I, I, I emit the same energy as she does. But I, that wasn't always the case. You can be a great storyteller in person, but you can be super shitty when it comes to writing captions on Instagram. So these are a couple tips that I'm going to give you, um, a couple suggestions. And again, if you don't take these suggestions, don't ask me this question because I'm giving it to you right now. This is how I learned how to be a much more captivating storyteller storyteller, um, both in, on Instagram and in podcasts and in, in interviews in, in speeches, everything I'm talking all the time. And I've had to kind of decide, am I going to be mediocre or more, am I going to be phenomenal? So I'm going to teach you right now how to be a phenomenal storyteller using these resources. One, there is a book. I have it somewhere in my office. I'm looking around for it, but I don't see it anymore. But the book title is called How to Become a Better Writer. The, or no, it's actually called um, This Book Will Teach You How to Write Better. Get that book. Just get it. Just get it. And you will become a better writer on Instagram. You'll become a better blogger. You'll become a better podcaster. You'll become a better at anything you want to do because it, to sell anything requires really clear messaging and, and being able to empathize with your audience and connect with them in a way that they understand you and trust you and see you as the guide um, into their greatness. So you are going to have to learn how to write better. And that book is going to teach you. So that's number one. Number two is there's a company called Brand Story or Story Brand. I think it's called storybrand.com. Just go on that website and watch all their videos. It's called storybrand.com. Go ahead and listen to it. Um, again, like I can be giving you the ins and outs of, of storytelling, but that's not my niche. That's not my zone of expertise. These are resources that I have used. Like I use this um, and I'm very, very doing very well as an online coach in this, in this online space. So go ahead and get those resources. But I will add on to this whole caption writing thing. You have about hmm, like one second to capture someone's attention on Instagram and you have a post and you have a caption and both of them need to be at their top game. So my advice to you is when you are writing a caption, you need to ask yourself, is this going to make someone stop their scroll? 
is this going to make someone stop what they're doing on the app? They love being on Instagram, but they don't like being told what to do. Um, you have to make someone stop their scroll. Is this going to make them stop their scroll? Is this going to make them continue reading? You also have to make your content extremely digestible, right? So I'm super tired of seeing these crazy long Bible verses as captions. You have to learn how to break them up. There's an there's a website. It's called uh, Apps for Life. Just Google that. You'll be able to find it. But breaking up captions so that way they're super easy to read, um, very digestible for your audience to like kind of consume. Because if I see a really long caption, like a big block of text, I'm not going to read it. Like think of, I'm not going to read it. And if I'm not going to read it, I know my audience won't read it either. So you have to get into the mind, like physically step physically, right? Like you're going to open up someone's head, but just step into the mind of your ideal audience and speak to them. You have to ask, what do they need to hear right now? What is it that they are, what's keeping them up at night? Those are really great storytelling tips. Um, but after that, so we talked about the resources, we talked about Instagram caption writing. The third thing is flow. Um, this is something that I have a lot that comes up a lot in um, in my Instagram audits that I have with my one-on-one -on -one clients. And when I'm doing these audits, I'm looking through their captions and I ask them and I, and I can tell right off the bat. I ask them, do you read your captions after you write them? And they're like, Oh, uh, no. And I'm like, well, that's why they're not flowing. That's why they don't really make any sense. That's why they're not landing with your audience is probably because you're just writing it. You think your Einstein is just flowing out of you. Your pen is, is just incredible. I guess your fingers because you're typing on your phone. But, you know, it's flowing out of you and then you kind of just post it. But no, girl, like you have to reread it. Every great writer rereads their work. Um, I think I, I think so. That's what I would, they have editors. There's book publisher companies that reread your work to make sure that it flows, to make sure that there's rhythm, to make sure that there's transitions. You got to reread your work. Um, I've definitely been a victim of having way too many embarrassing, um, embarrassing typos in my Instagram captions, but whatever. I know that they're bomb because I've, again, trained my brain to become a master massive, incredible, incredible storyteller. Um, and again, if you guys want to go back on Instagram, I always invite you to go back and stalk my Instagram profile and see what all that looked like before I got good. It wasn't good. It probably looked maybe like what you're putting out right now, but you don't have to be great right now. You just have to be on the road to becoming extremely great. Our last question is from Courtney and she asked me, Isabella, I just got a new iPhone and I need some serious new apps. What are your favorite apps? What are the ones that has helped you grow the most and just create the best content? And I love that question. So Courtney, I'm totally going to give you a sneak peek into my phone. So let me open it up. Uh, let's see. So my favorite apps right off the bat are I use Google Photos. So even though I have an iPhone, I absolutely love Google Photos. It has the best filters in my opinion. I hate iPhone filters. Um, I don't really use Visco. I know so many people do. And if you do, that's great. But I just don't. I really much prefer Google Photos in that regard. Um, I like Facetune. Sometimes their, their filters are good too. And I don't like Facetune my life away. I kind of just like maybe soften the background or just do a couple of nitty gritty things. But I don't like mutilate my face. Um, I just use it very sparingly. Let's see. I like um, 
Let's see. I also like give you guys some apps that I that are not Instagram related. One that I love to use when I was really focused on growing my account was One to Post. Um, it's an app that tells you when your audience is like the highest engaged, and that's like your ideal posting time. I don't really pay attention to it anymore, um, just because I'm not really concerned with growing my audience very much. I'm much more concerned with nurturing my audience now. Um, so I definitely don't use it, but I would recommend it if you are on like I need to grow. I need more followers. When to post is also really great. Um, I use InShot sometimes to edit videos. InShot is really great because you can put text on the video. You can speed it up. You can slow it down. You can put filters on it. Um, other apps that I like to use are, let's see. Other apps I like to use are obviously like Gmail. Um, oh, the Plan app is great to see what your grid is going to look like before you post. I love using Plan. Um, I obviously have like all those money apps like Stripe, PayPal, Venmo, whatever. I have Uber, Lyft. I don't know. Everyone, I feel like I have a lot of people have. I love Zillow because I love to manifest mansions in my free time. I like to just look at super expensive beachfront properties in my spare time or just on the toilet, whatever, what have you. Um, I also like Pandora, Spotify. Um, Trivia Crack is on my phone, but I don't really play games or anything. I'm not, I'm, I just, that's not my, I don't have the mental capacity for that. Remember, like we talked about earlier. I have Hulu, Starbucks, SoundCloud, uh, do, 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 Amazon, of course. I don't know. Those are kind of the apps. I should have more. I probably had more. Um, I just switched back to iPhone. Oh, Google Calendar, of course. Google Calendar is, you know, how how does anyone function without Google Calendar? I have no idea. I have a couple of my friends who are still on this journaling game. Like, they're writing everything down. I'm like, what? Like, how do you stay on track with your day? Because I feel like Google Calendar is my unofficial nanny. Google Calendar. Is like she's secretly telling me like, all right, Isabella, you're done podcasting now. Now to move on to your next activity. Like that's Google Calendar for me. And I really, really appreciate that. And I, so we talked about a little bit earlier in the episode, but I, you know, every Sunday I sit down, I do my Google Calendar. I just do it in bed. You guys, you don't have to like dress up for this event. You just need to brain dump what's on your mind put it out on paper, put it into your Google Calendar, and that'd be it. It's really super straightforward. Um, but that's it for today's episode, everybody. I hope you really, really enjoyed it. If you liked today's episode, please go ahead and give me a five-star rating on iTunes because they make me feel so, so good. And five stars is better than four stars, is better than three stars. I have not had one. Well, I shouldn't, ugh, I'm not even going <laughs> to... Scratch that. We're not gonna we're not gonna speak that into fruition. But go ahead and give me a five star rating on iTunes, everybody. And of course, screenshot this podcast episode and let me know that you love it on Instagram stories. Um, I will be doing more open floor Q and A questions a little bit uh, sporadically now that we're going to be coming out with an episode every single Monday here on the Guava Girl Podcast. So put that in your Google Calendar. Guava Girl Podcast every Monday, best way to start your week with my voice in your mind. So let's go ahead and do that. Hope you have all a beautiful day, everybody, and I'll see you guys in the next episode. Bye. <laughs>